0: Well, bless the name of the Lord. Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm so excited you've joined us here tonight. This is going to be a fantastic study tonight. I'm excited to welcome to our fellowship tonight, overseer Danny Bland. My God, this is a powerful young man, a gifted prophetic voice for this generation and this season. Oh, my, this is a grifting young man of God. I'm so excited. This young man graduated from Alberta's Magnus College. Actually, it's the place where he met his lovely wife, Lady Melanie Bland. God bless her as well. Amen. And it is there that they got together. God bless them and create a union and a bond between them. He is a preacher par excellence. He is a titular head of a multi-generational church, Mount Calvary Revival Center in New Haven, Connecticut. It is on fire for the Lord. God has blessed Mount Calvary so they are growing in the middle of this pandemic. It's exciting for what God is doing there. I want you to know you're going to hear a powerful, dynamic, gifted, Preacher, hear ye him. Overseer Danny Bland. Preach, man. Let the Lord use you.
1: Hey, what's up? Good evening to my Shiloh family. This is Overseer Danny Bland. Listen, I am so appreciative and so privileged to be able to worship with you all tonight as we are celebrating God and as we are celebrating Calvary on our road to Calvary preparing for Easter Sunday early one Sunday morning he rose I feel the Holy Ghost already uh, thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of this year's celebration and festivities it's a little bit different this year uh, we are doing this thing virtually but nonetheless I, I believe that the power of God and uh, that the experience that God has for us uh, will be still powerful still meaningful than ever before. Before I do anything else, would you all help me by tapping that screen, putting those hearts on the screen as we celebrate Bishop Watts and Lady Watts. Phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. Come on, tap that screen. I need I need y'all to go crazy for your leader. Uh, I believe 100% that good leadership is a blessing from the Lord. Whenever God wants to bless a people, he blesses them and graces them with leadership. And certainly Shiloh, you all have been blessed by the best. And so uh, it's an honor. It's a privilege, Bishop uh, Lady uh, Lady Watts. We love you all on behalf of my wife, Lady Bland, and myself. Uh, we miss y'all and can't wait to see you all physically again once all this COVID stuff is over. Listen, if you haven't done so already, go ahead and share the broadcast and encourage somebody tonight to jump online with us. Uh, I bet y'all didn't know this, but but I'm technically I'm technically I want to say this this the word technically I am technically An honorary member of the Shiloh family. I stream with you all frequently uh, during the week on Sundays. I uh, just celebrate and appreciate the creativity and the leadership of Bishop Watts, especially in this season. I love the changes that y'all made to the sanctuary. I'm loving what the music is sounding like, just all of that stuff. And so, although I'm in New Haven, I'm also in New London all at the same time. And so tonight, I feel like I'm at home. I I feel like I'm at home. Do me a favor. Would you uh, join me in the word of the Lord tonight? Uh, There is something, there is an assignment. There is something that God wants me to release um, online. And I believe that there will be a download or a transfer that God is going to give to his people, even over Wi-Fi tonight. And so I, I pray that he that have an ear, she that have an ear, let them hear What the spirit has to say to us the church of the living god would you join me in the book of isaiah i want to look at one verse here in the book of isaiah isaiah the sixth chapter and the first verse and i want to look at this from the king james version i want to look at this from the king james version very familiar scripture that i believe is very relevant especially now in the days and in the times and in the seasons that we now find ourselves in. And so let us zero in on this text, open up our hearts and our spirits to be able to receive what the Lord is going to do tonight while we are connected together. Here is the word of the Lord as recorded by the eagle-eyed prophet Isaiah. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord. Do you see that in scripture? In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord. He was sitting upon a throne high and lifted up. Glory to God. And his train filled the temple. That's all I want to read tonight because that's all I can handle tonight. I want y'all to look at it again. Isaiah 6 and 1. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord. And Isaiah said, I saw him sitting on a throne high and lifted up and his train Field the temple. Beloved, would you do me a favor tonight? Would you help me declare this message? I want to deputize you as a missionary, as an evangelist in the Lord's church. Would you help me declare this by typing it in the comment section? Would you just declare this over your life? God is in this. I want you to, I want you to put that in the comment section. I want you to declare that God is in this. There's somebody tonight that needs to hear that the situation that you're going through, it is not happenstance but it is by divine appointment and although you may not be able to see him you may not be able to detect him you may not even be able to feel him but the word of the lord is to his people tonight that he is in this god is in this all right y'all let's go to work tonight uh here in the book of isaiah we reach this place which is a very pivotal and sensitive place as Isaiah, the prophet of the Lord, is navigating even yet his own grief uh, as Uzziah, the king, has now taken his sleep and rest in the Lord. And uh, you know, interestingly enough, over the last 12 months, loss and grief has become a narrative that many of us have become uncomfortably acquainted with. There are many of us who have had to grapple with the loss of loved ones and the loss of, of coworkers, the loss of spiritual fathers and mothers. We have been uncomfortably acquainted with loss and grief. And one of the things that, that, that I have found out, especially in this season uh, about grief and loss is no matter how anointed you are, no matter how much you love God, no matter how much you trust in God, grief hurts. I wish I had some honest people to talk to me tonight in the comment section that, that, that knows that you can love God, you can believe in God, you can be filled in the Holy Ghost and overcome by grief and emotion. Jesus teaches us this as as we see Jesus even in the New Testament who the Bible says weeps over the departure of Lazarus. Even him being the omniscient God, all-knowing in all of his ways, knew that he would raise Lazarus again from the dead. The Bible says Jesus yet still, still wept. And the Bible says that now we have found Isaiah and the nation who now weep over the loss and transition of leadership. Don't let anybody tell you to just get over it. There there, there are many things in our life that happen that, can we be honest, catch us by surprise. Grief is one of those things that is oftentimes, death is one of those things that is oftentimes unscheduled. It does not ask our permission. It doesn't ask us for our vote. It doesn't ask us for our say. Many times we, we are dealing with the feelings of things that we were unprepared for and, and honestly, didn't even ask for. But Isaiah teaches us here how to handle disappointment. Is there anybody tonight online that has ever been in a place of disappointment? Maybe you've been disappointed with your own decisions. Maybe you've been disappointed by other people. Maybe you've been disappointed, maybe even by God. Isaiah teaches us how to deal with disappointment. And the lesson tonight that Isaiah Isaiah uh, teaches us is a lesson on the importance of perspective. Can I say that again? The lesson that Isaiah aims to teach us tonight is the lesson on perspective. Did you know what you focus on will determine how you feel about the situation that you're in? Let's look at the text here in Isaiah 6 and 1. The Bible says that in the same year that King Uzziah died, in the middle of loss, in the middle of disappointment, in the middle of despair, in the middle of this tears, in the middle of being overwhelmed and overcome, the Bible says, I saw also the Lord isaiah teaches us one infallible truth and that is that god is in everything oh that's good that's good can you put that in the comment section tonight and just declare god is in everything god god is in everything god is in everything it was david who declared that yea though i walk through the valleys of the shadow of death i will fear no evil because thou art with me isn't it wonderful to know that you serve a god who is in everything he's not just in the praise he's not just in in the celebration he's not just in the rejoicing but even in the most fragile moments of life God is in it he says in the year that King Uzziah died I saw also the Lord in other words what Isaiah instructs us to understand is the fact and the reality of this that God will show up no matter what season or space you are in life I wish I had somebody who knows that God is a God who will show up is there anybody online tonight that has ever been in a situation where you in the one one of the worst seasons of your life going through one of the most difficult places in your life and God showed up i wish i had the testimony of some believers tonight that know that when nobody else is there in the midnight hour when you are wiping your own tears that god will show up did you type it in the comment section he'll show up he'll show up he'll show up somebody tonight needs to know that because perhaps you feel like you are by yourself maybe you feel abandoned maybe you feel as though god is unaware of your circumstance but i have come with good news that god is a god who will show up oh yes he'll show up Isaiah says in the year that King Uzziah died he could have left me by myself but I saw also the Lord Woo! he showed up he showed up for anybody going through anything tonight I want to let you know be strong and stand still because the God of your salvation will show up in the same year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord. I, I, I saw death on one hand, but, but I saw the Lord on the other hand. I, I saw trial and tribulation on one hand, but I saw victory on the other hand. I, I saw Uzziah dead, but I saw a living God. In the same year that Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord. I saw also the Lord, God is in everything. The challenge many times becomes what we focus on. Isaiah says what I did is while still dealing and navigating with the loss of Uzziah, I chose to focus on God would you put that in the comment section tonight and just tell somebody neighbor you've got to focus on God don't focus on the situation don't focus on the the circumstance don't focus on the wind don't focus on the waves don't focus on the disappointment don't focus on the uncertainty the unsurety you've got to learn how to put your focus on God you've got to learn how to put your your gaze upon the Lord he says in the year that King Uzziah died I could have chose to just focus on that alone I could have chose to just be focused on the disappointment I could have chose to just be focused on the frustration but I had to learn how to see God uh, even in this and some of us the challenge right now is we have to learn how to find God even in this he says "I, I, I saw also the Lord in addition to i saw the lord it it wasn't that i did not see what was happening in my life but i saw also the lord it it wasn't that i didn't have feelings that were hard for me to manage and control but i saw also the lord it didn't mean that i didn't cry but i saw also the lord and and here is what brings us victory tonight as we rush to the meat of the message it is not just that he saw god but it is how he saw god that gave him hope in the midst of his hopelessness it is how he saw god that gave him strength in the midst of of his weakness it was how he saw God that gave him clarity in the middle of his confusion he says I saw also the Lord slow down bland and teach I saw also the Lord and he says this is how I saw God I saw him sitting upon a throne." Th- th- this brings us to our, our first point tonight Isaiah sees the Lord, he realizes that God is with him. He realizes that that God is in it. It is, it is not just the fact that God is with him that brings him comfort. It is not just the fact that God is in it that brings him comfort, but it is how he perceives God that helps to give him the strength to get through it. And our perception of God is so important to us because what I have found out about life is, is that many of us have a warped perspective of the deity and the power of God. This is is why the psalmist admonishes the believer as he says, magnify the Lord with me. To, To magnify means to make God bigger to 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 superimpose his image to to see him in a greater and in a larger way and sometimes in our life what we've got to do is we've got to learn how to magnify God to a place where God becomes greater than the circumstance he becomes greater than the trouble he becomes greater than the situation he becomes greater than the discomfort he becomes greater than the fear look at somebody put it in the comments and tell them magnify magnify sometimes in your life life you've got to stop magnifying the problem and start magnifying god sometimes in your life you've got to stop magnifying the enemy and start magnifying god magnify the lord with me the psalmist declares and let us exalt his name together isaiah says i saw the lord and i saw him in a magnified way i I saw the lord and he was larger than my situation and bigger than my trouble i saw God, oh my God. He says, I saw the Lord, and there are three things that I want to give you tonight. He says, the first thing that I saw when I saw the Lord is I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne. Can we talk really quickly? He says, I saw the Lord, and when I saw the Lord, he was sitting upon a throne. When when God appeared to me, he appeared to me, and he he appeared to me sitting on a throne. Why is this important? Because I told y'all that Uzziah the king has died, and the throne of Uzziah is vacant in this transition of power. The authority and the seat of Israel is up for questioning when God shows up, God shows up to Isaiah on his throne. And what he was trying to tell Isaiah is that even though sometimes the throne of earth may be vacant, the throne of heaven is always occupied in other words what he was trying to show isaiah is this simple truth uh, that those things that are sometimes
2: out of our control uh, is still under god's control Uh, would you put in the comment section god is in control Uh, there's somebody that needs to hear that because you're dealing
1: with children who are out of your control uh, but they're still under god's control Uh, you're dealing with circumstances and sicknesses that seem to be out of your control uh,
2: but god said don't ever forget i'm Still on the throne, huh? and it's still uh, under my control. I saw the Lord, He was sitting upon the throne. Oh, yes! Oh,
1: yes! You got to know that God uh, is still on the throne. Uh, I thank God for those who have just occupied the White House uh, and the Oval Office. Thank God for those who will be added to Congress and Senate. Uh, but whether they do their job or not, uh, we're gonna be all right uh, because the reality is, is that God is still uh, on on the throne he, he's on the throne god god is still in control he he's in control of your situation he's in control of your circumstance he's in control of where you are isaiah says i saw him the lord and when i saw the lord he was sitting on a throne and he, yes lord he was high and lifted up He said it would have been wonderful if if, if God was was just sitting on a throne. But, 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 But he says my revelation of God and my perspective of God began to shift my emotional and cognitive state of being. Because sometimes in life you have to remind yourself that God is in control. That, that, oh yeah there's some things that are going to happen even in 2021 there are some things that are going to take place that we will not be able to control and sometimes you got to remind yourself that God is still on his throne but Isaiah says I want to push a little bit further not only was he on the throne but when I saw the Lord he was high and lifted up y'all better hear the word of the Lord Isaiah says when I saw God not only was he sitting on the throne but he was high and lifted up he said that I, I, I saw God, and when God revealed himself to me in the middle of my situation, I realized that God is not on my level. <laughs> I, I, I realized that, that God is, is not on my level, but, but I realized that God is higher than I. I realized that God was high and lifted up. He says, and this reality led me to a place of revelation where I realized that not only is God not on my level, but I also realized that God is higher than the level of whatever demonic force I am fighting right now. God is higher than that. I realized that God was high and lifted up, that that he was not just a name amongst names. I feel like preaching at night but he is a name that is
2: above every name <laughs> you've got to know that even in this situation that you're going through uh, that not only is God in control uh, but he
1: supersedes any mountain in your life uh, that he supersedes any giant that is in front of you uh, that he supersedes any infirmity that has his hands on your body uh, that he supersedes any policy or legislation that comes from Washington D.C. Uh, that God is high and high and lift it up because God is not on our level because God is not on the level of our attack because God is not on the level of our giants because God is not on the level of adversity he does not answer to it but it answers to him oh, you've got to remind yourself sometimes that God is is high and lifted up, that that he's on a higher level. His ways are not our ways and and his thoughts are far off. This this is what causes the psalmist to ask the question, who am I that thou art mindful of me, that you've made me just a little lower than the angels? What is it about me that somebody of your stature, what is it about me that somebody of your influence, what is it about me that somebody of your might and your majesty, would see and understand and be concerned about someone lower than you? Oh, he 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 he's high and and lifted up. Because I saw him high and lifted up, I realized that God does not answer to me. Mm but I answered to him I, I realized that God does not need my permission to to cause things to happen in my life I, I realize that God will not take a vote concerning my destiny he is high and 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 lifted up uh, some years ago I was watching uh, our, our former first lady uh, Michelle Obama as she was being interviewed uh, on, on one of the radio stations and and they were asking her uh, about uh, the campaign that was coming up with uh, with Donald Trump and some of the other ones and and about some of the, the the words that were shared about her and her husband and and they were trying to bait her into to going back on the attack they were trying to bait her in 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 into saying something else they were trying to bait her into giving them a sound bite that they could use and and with all of her wisdom she she says this that, these words that will forever be etched in history, these words that will forever be etched in black excellence. She says, when they go low, we go high y'all remember that she she said when 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 they go low we go high he said i saw the lord and he was high and lifted up and beloved sometimes you've got to realize in life the enemy that you face and the enemy that you fight will hit you in low places sometimes you have to realize that the enemy will go low after your family and the enemy will go low after your finances and and low even after your health uh, but when my heart is overwhelmed uh, lead me to the rock uh, that's higher than I sometimes in life uh, when you're overwhelmed you've got to learn how to go high you, you've got to learn how to lift your hands in praise you you got to learn how to say though he slay me uh, yet will I trust him uh, you got to learn how to open up your mouth with tears in your eyes uh, and declare I will bless the Lord uh, at all times push uh, and his praise shall continue be in my mouth. You've got to learn huh, how to cry loud and spin out and lift up your voice huh, like a trumpet in Zion. There are some people who see your praise but they don't understand it huh, because they don't know the truth of your
2: testimony. Huh? But the reality is sometimes in life huh, I've learned that when the enemy goes low, huh, that when people go low, huh, that when circumstances go low, I've got to learn huh, how to lift my hands and go to the rock that's higher. I
1: saw the Lord. I'm trying to tell you i saw the lord he was he was sitting on a throne he was high and uh, he was high and lifted up he was he was high and 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 lifted up now 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 here is here is here is another revelation about the lord being high because whenever you're in warfare one of the tactical advantages that will give you victory in warfare is the ability to find higher elevation. See, in, 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 in medieval warfare, be, before there were drone attacks and before there were geothermal imaging and, and uh, sonar radar, all these different things, uh, you, 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 you had to go based on your own eyes. And you always wanted to be in a place of warfare where you were in an elevated place above your enemies. And one of the reasons why you wanted to be elevated is because elevation also provides exposure. Elevation provides exposure. The, the higher you go, huh, the more you see. I wish I could talk to somebody. The, the, the higher you go, the more you see. And and so so what Isaiah says is he says, when I saw the Lord, I, I realized that he was high and lifted up. I, I realized that God can see more than I can why is that important? It is important because there are some things that have happened in my life that have caught me by surprise (laughs) anybody on on Facebook anybody on YouTube, anybody on the website that that, that you can be honest that there are some things that that, that has happened in my life over the last 12 months, over over the last 60 days, over over the last 10 years that have caught me by surprise, things that have sucker punched me and caused me to to keel over in pain and disbelief and and sometimes we can be fooled in to thinking that the things that caught us by surprise caught God by surprise. Uh, But the reality is Isaiah said that God is high and lifted up. Uh, He's in a place of advantage uh, that even though we did not see the enemy coming uh, he saw the enemy
2: coming uh, and because he knew what was coming up against us uh, he had already prepared a way of escape uh, he had already placed a hedge of protection uh, he had already prepared a a lamb uh, slain from the foundation of the world uh, he had already devised a plan to deliver us uh, from the
1: things that we did not expect God has a plan God has a plan for this situation. God has a plan for this circumstance. I, I saw also the Lord. I saw also the Lord and he was, oh yes, I saw him and he was, he was sitting on a throne. He, 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 he was reminding me that he still has authority. He's still in dominion. He, he still has control. He was high and lifted up. He, he was reminding me that nothing catches him by surprise. He is still the omniscient God. The all-knowing, all-sufficient God. And, and here is the third revelation, and, and if you don't shout on this, I, I don't know what else will make you shout tonight. He, he says, not only did I see the Lord, and not only was he, was he high and lifted up, not only was he sitting upon a throne, but, 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 but he was also in a place where I realized that his train filled the temple. Y'all don't know when to shout, so let me help you. He, he said, Not only was he sitting on the throne, he was high and lifted up, and, and, and his train feel that you you should have tore up your living room right now let me let me read it again he said i saw the lord he was high and lifted up he was sitting on a throne and his train feel the t- oh y'all don't y'all don't understand the importance of the train it, If 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 you journey back to the story about the woman with the issue of blood the bible says that there was a woman who was dealing with an issue of blood for 12 long years and as she goes to the physicians and the physicians take all of her money and leave her more worse than better and the bible says that one day she made up her own theology about god she had only heard about the miracles in which God had touched people and they received their sight in which God had touched people and they were healed. But but she made up in her mind that that, that that God doesn't have to touch me for me to get what I need. I can touch him and receive the same miracle. So the Bible says that late one afternoon she Pushed through the
2: crowd with her issue. She pushed through the crowd with her infirmity. And as Jesus was passing her by, she looked down at the ground and she realized that his train or the hem of his garment was trailing behind him. the Bible says uh, that she grabbed the train or the hem of his garment Uh, and Jesus looked back and said who touched me and the disciples said what you talking about Jesus there's so many people in this crowd everybody is touching you but he said somebody touched me Uh, somebody touched me and this touch was different because when they touched me virtue left my body Uh, healing left my body Uh, and he looks at this woman who had just had her hands on his train Uh, and she says he Says to her, Woman, because of your faith, you've been made whole. Here in Isaiah, maybe this is where she got biblical foundation uh, to base her theology about the healing of the train uh, of the garment of God from, uh, because Isaiah tells the believer uh, that the good news is is that no I feel like preaching right here uh, that the good news is is that no matter what you are going through in life uh, that God's train doesn't just fill the world uh, God's train doesn't just fill your neighborhood uh, God's train doesn't just fill your house uh, but God's train uh, fills the temple I want you to put in that it fills the, temple. It fills the the temple it fills the temple the train carries the essence of God the train carries the needs and the healing for the people of God and Isaiah said I got a prophetic word from the Lord that as long as you're in the temple you don't even have to be in a physical temple but in the temple where we are right now he says I want you to know that his train is filling this temple there's somebody that's watching me tonight and you're watching over Wi-Fi and I want to let you know that even while you're on Wi-Fi God told me to tell you that his train is filling your temple I don't know who I'm preaching to but is there anybody tonight that you've been going through a situation and you've been going through a circumstance and you've been asking God, what do i do right now the word of the lord send me here tonight on the way to shiloh by way of the revival center just to remind you that whatever you need me It's in the train. Do me a favor. Would you declare it in the comments and just put it's in the train. The healing from my body. It's in. you feel like preaching you It's in his train. The Peace From my mind It's in His train The deliverance From my habit It's in The train and All I got to do Is just hold on To the train Hold on To the garment Hold on To the substance Of almighty God And I Will There's somebody tonight uh, That right now uh, You're going through uh, a situation Uh, You're fighting through uh, A season Uh, And what you need uh, To know is uh, That the train uh, of the Lord Is filling uh, Your temple Uh, That's why uh, you got to keep uh, Logging in uh, Because the train uh, is in the temple Uh, That's why uh, You got to stay connected to your church Cause the train is in the temple That's why You can't get lost Or distracted While live streaming Cause the train, I feel like preaching Is in the temple I got to go now But I don't want you To forget The word of the Lord Be not dismayed, Whatever be told I have. I know that God will take care of you. I need you to know that no matter where you are, God is in it. He sent me here to let you know that God is in it. Coronavirus, God is in it. Death and destruction, God is in it, weeping, it, may I do, for a night, but God is in it, put it in the comment section, God is in it, I got a God who promised he'd be with me, no matter what season I'm in, God, who's with me, His rod and His staff—they comfort me. God, 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 He's in it. The psalmist say, "Where can I go that God won't be there? Even if I made my bed in the hell, God is already there, and and Cause God is there. No weapon, no disease, no grief, no situation formed against me will prosper. Because God is in it. So lift up your age, ye gauge, and he lifted up the everlasting board and the king of glory shall come in. I got a question: Who is the king of glory? I got an answer. He's the Lord God, strong and mighty. He is the King of Glory. I right now as you watch the news there are many things that you may see but you know what I see also the Lord you might see the death toll on CNN but I see also the Lord you might see the disappointment and despair but I see also the Lord and he's sitting on the throne and lift it up and his train
1: his train his train his train his train his train fills the temple if you don't get anything out of tonight I gotta go I'm done I wanted to remind you that God is in this He is not just the God of the valley, not just the God of the mountain. He's not just the God of sorrow, not just the God of celebration. He's not just the God of triumph, but he's also the the God of trial. God is is in this. I spoke to someone recently and I said, as I get older, I understand more and more What the Apostle Paul declares in Romans 8 and 28 when he declares that all things will work together for the good of them who love the Lord. And sometimes in life we can make the grave mistake of believing that what Paul is saying is is that God causes everything to happen. But I want to suggest to you perhaps another narrative. I do not believe that God causes everything in our life to happen. I think that there are some things that are divine and providential. are orchestrated, synchronized, planned by the hands of heaven. But there are other things in our life that happen just because they happen. Some things happen because the enemy is involved. Some things happen because of our own bad decisions and bad choices. But herein lies the truth of what I believe Paul discloses to us in Romans 8 and 28, that although God does not cause everything to happen. God will use everything that happens for his good and for his glory. And so, yes, even in this, God is in this. God is going to use these circumstances that we have been in to cause us to come out stronger, to cause us to come out better, to cause us to come out wiser. God is going to use these situations to cause our churches to bring forth revival. God is going to use these situations to refocus us and repurpose us and awaken us to that which is essential for heaven. God is going to use this, yes, even this, for our good and for his glory. And so I want you to be encouraged tonight. We're all going through something. One of my mentors told me one time, he said, Blaine, there are three things that you can always count on no matter where you are, no matter where you preach, and no matter what you preach. He said, you will always be preaching to three kinds of people. And if you can understand this, then you'll be able to preach well. He, he He says, wherever you go, there will always be people who are in a storm right now. He said there will be people who just came out of a storm and there will be people who are on their way into a storm. And I don't know which category you fall in tonight. Maybe you're right in the middle of it. Maybe you just came out of it. Maybe you have no idea what you're getting ready to enter into. But here is the truth that no matter what you experience, God will be hidden in the fabrics of every moment. God will be there with you to help you, to strengthen you, to increase you, to fight for you, to encourage you. And so tonight, Shiloh, I want you to remember, even though we're we're in this strange season, yes, there's a lot that's happening. I want to remind you that, that God is God is in this. God is in this. You know, this is the Lent season and um, we're, we're preparing for Calvary. Just a few days, just a few weeks. Who would have thought that God would have been in the suffering? Who would have thought that God would have been in the beating? Who would have thought that God would have been in the mocking? Who would have thought that God would would have been in it but Jesus knew he said if I be lifted up I hear your Holy Ghost from this earth I'll I'll, I'll draw on men. God is going to use this for my good and I want to let you know no matter what season you're in no matter where you are the word of the Lord tonight is that it's working for your good I want you to put that in the comment section it's working for my good Shiloh I love y'all Y'all are my family. I cannot wait to come and worship, praise with you all in person once all of this is over. Bishop and Lady Watts, we honor you. Thank you for this time. And until next time, you all be blessed. Woo!
0: What a word, what a word, what a word. Hallelujah! What a word, what a word. Let me tell you, I, we have heard a word from the Lord. God is in it. God is in it. And I don't care what you say, brothers and sisters, I know God is in it. And what a word. God just used my brother there. Thank you so much, Overseer Bland. You have blessed this house. Today, Nobody like you. I'm so grateful that God allowed you to answer yes when we called. And it is wonderful to have you in this time and in this season of Lent. Thank you, man. From the bottom of my heart, anything we can do from Shiloh, you are like a brother beloved. You are a member of the fellowship. We love you and we appreciate you. Keep on doing what you're doing and keep on reminding folk, no matter what it is, God is in it thank you man God bless you I want us to honor God and the man of God two ways first of all you can honor God if you don't know Jesus by accepting God in your life and I give you the invitation to do so even now we love you and we appreciate God in you and so we extend to you and we offer Christ to you and then secondly If you are a member of our fellowship, or even if you're not, and you heard this word tonight and you want to be a partner with us, I've asked people to trust God with a $10 gift for these speakers and preachers who are coming through. Bless this preacher. I want us to bless him. Give your gift. We will make sure God sends, we bless him. We want you to bless us with that $10 love gift. Whatever you can do, if you can't do anything, don't worry about it. Always God has somebody to make up the Delta. Just just keep on serving God. This is not about money. This is about worship. It's about enjoying Jesus together. So please get in there. Give what you can and trust God for the rest. I love you all with the love of the Lord. Again, I will be online at 1 o'clock tomorrow. I need you to be on. Join me on the prayer line at 1 o'clock Thursday. I'll be on The Quiet Mind for Troubled Times. You ought to come see what God's doing over there on those Zoom calls. And then I want to remind you on March 18th, well, Friday that week, we're going to have our workout exercise classes. But I want to remind you March 18th will be the Lawrence Memorial Hospital pop-up clinic in the Family Life Center. You need to make sure if you're 55 and older, you get signed up. There'll be sign-in information down in the comment box. Get signed up. Be a partner with us. LM Hospital Pop-Up Clinic for vaccinations right here at your home church in the Family Life Center. God bless you. May heaven smile upon you even as they play us out today. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good. Yes, he is good. He is good. Yes, he is good. They're playing us out, y'all. I love you with the love of the Lord. Go in peace peace of God go with you and you know what I always say Shalom